Hello. 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 We're and always welcome. strikes last. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, this is uh, your your hosts, Jack and Matt. Um, Miles has currently been stuck uh, in in a in a feeding frenzy, apparently. Uh, so, uh, Black Friday feeding frenzy, as uh, as they say. Um, Indeed, the, the cold, hard claws of commercialism have reached across the pond to his sunny Emerald Isle and oh, stripped him of his freedom. Oh, the joys of capitalistic cron spines. Indeed, indeed. So two-thirds strength, but still striking last today. So you'll have us for some insights and hopeful uh, entertainment around a couple of topics as per usual. And Matt, what did we decide on today? What was uh, feasting quite appropriately upon our minds over the last couple of days. Was it all things Ogor? Yes, pretty much. Um, full disclosure, I now have a grudge against that book. Uh, I put on a tournament up in Hawkwam, uh just the last weekend. We had two, um, two Ogres players show up, and uh, they really started going ham with their books. Um, Ogres are super... Super solid again. Um, they've definitely caught up to the uh, <laughs> the meta. Uh, minus oh, yeah. one rend all around. So, um, as an ogres player, I did want to uh, hear what you thought of the new book. Whether you want to uh, call out anything, as we seem to be able to do here, um, like specific units that you think are sleepers. Um, I can obviously go into my play experience against them, uh, but I'd love to hear, uh, you know, what's your, what's your, what's your hot take on the, uh, on the sleeper or just the book? Well, Matt, as always, uh, happy, happy to provide it. And I'll say this, like th- this book, I was very pleasant, very pleased to see, but I thought it was sort of like the ultimate under the radar sleeper release. They had one new model, which know people have their opinions but generally it hasn't been well received as like an awesome sculpt and it kind of seemed like before it hit the shelves it was going to be one of those books where there were a couple tweaks and updates but they were just kind of like trying to release a similar book on a new cover it was it was not the case i mean hot in the heels of everyone's excitement around slaves of darkness and the very big leaks and reveals and updates there which are going to be some of game changing as we discussed before the ogre book it just turned things up to 11 I mean, I feel a bit, having read the book, uh, like I did having read the Hedonites book when the first Hedonites book came out, the one that was all about Slanesh. Um, Not as bad, thankfully, but still kind of in the vein of, oh, wow, this is really powerful, really powerful. How do I feel about like this level of, you know, slam it down on the table and make my friends pick up their toys kind of capabilities? Because I've been used to the ogres being capable but underpowered like a solid b minus bring it to the tournament use your brain do well maybe you can squeak out wins and and get a great result but not really in the same power level as some of the other books and i think this has really changed that now to get the actual details on it you know that's my prediction this is like a game crushing level of strength in this book because it just does a lot of things way way better than i expected them ever to be able to do and it breaks a couple of rules of the game at the same time. Um, first first thing I would call out outside of like overall increases to rend and stuff like that, some units which have just kind of gone bananas, yeah. uh, and even with point adjustments, I think will remain bananas, are the Iron Blaster, which I think a lot of people already figured out because it's yep. crazy. The Iron Guts, 
the overall faction abilities uh, in terms of ability to, to easily create mortal wounds, both in the munching, you know, with the gulping bites, and also the the charging, uh, which I can get into a bit later. And, you know, not to forget some of our other friends, the Thunder Tusk. And that's just a tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of great stuff in there, which I do think would be sleepers or ways to kind of create interesting lists for later. Just to kind of like go through these greatest hits and, and what some of the reasons I think, oh, wow, scary. Let's start with, um, let's start with the, uh, the scrap, not the scrap watch, the, uh, the Iron Blaster. Iron so this Blaster thing could be four. gross. It's so gross. It's so gross. It's, it's, it's a mangler. It's a, it's a 170 point, like, super weapon that is in the hands of these ogres. I mean, forget about the cannon crews, forget about the iron weld arsenal. That arsenal is scrap now. The cannons yep. are where it's at. Yep. Uh, this thing, you know, I forget its exact profile before, but I remember being somewhat underwhelmed. It was like one shot, maybe. I think it was like one a way to trick it into two. If you wanted, right. Damage maybe. Um, yep. Yep. Red minus one. I think even at that, on that iteration. And, yeah. and it was like, it's kind of dicey, good range, but like nothing to write home about. So hit another four. Yeah, uh, with like uh, a you know grape shot, which was like sh- six shots or something. That like threes, threes, run minus one, one damage. That was like the old version, yeah. and that wasn't even like unplayable. It wasn't particularly good, but you know it wasn't something you gravitate towards. Yeah, the new one, the new one. Oh god, uh, two shots base, thirty inch range. Uh, critically hit on fours, yeah, but you can boost that in any number of ways with artifacts or with the normal all out attacks, and you end up. One on threes, Ren minus two natively. Yep. And you do critically D3 plus three damage, extremely reliable damage. And, you know, that's that's just one of them. Yep. And if you were get close enough to anything, we're talking within 12 inches, so relatively generous in the model that moves like eight or nine on its own anyway. You have 10 shots for your grape shot. And this grape shot, I don't know where they're making it. I know the Empire, as it was, does. You know, certainly the free guilds are probably trying to track it down. Because this stuff is gross. It's it's ten shots, threes and threes natively. So obviously twos and threes if you do anything with that. And it does run minus one, two damage a pop. That's ten yeah. shots. Yeah. And yeah. there's a sub faction to escalate that to additional run pip. So run minus two for that and run minus three for the cannonball, if you so desire. <laughs> yeah, I went up against uh one list with three of those. Um and it was surprising each time. Um, you know, I was doing a buy army and playing spiders, but um, I was playing spiders for two turns. Then I didn't have any spiders. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's amazing how much because uh, with the minus three rend, and then you can make it so it's threes and threes, right? For long mm-hmm. range or short range, it was just there. There's not really much you can do about it. Um, you know, even because you don't even want to, um, you don't want to charge it. So, oh yeah, it 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 was an interesting experience seeing those things finally get good. Because um, I've had one, I've been putting on eBay or trying to sell to random people forever, um, and now I'm like, well, maybe I should start an ogre army because that looks easy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. It's not the hardest thing to do. Point point that one at what you don't like and have it go away. I mean, I think arguably it might be, if not the best artillery piece in the game right now, it close is. to it. And certainly the best costed. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. Now, Scrap Launcher, not nearly as good, but I still think pretty fun. Um, I won't dive too much into that, but uh, with the loose wording they have, uh, when you, you target things with it to shoot, 
you can end up getting the number of shots up to 20 equal to the models in the unit. But it doesn't say much about being unable to target multiple units. So mm -hmm. I read that as getting 20 shots a turn spread across multiple units, point and click, ren one, threes and threes, if you have some knoblars nearby. And that could just be like a, a chaff killer extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really could. And, it brings and that's even cheaper. It brings something they missed for quite some time now, which is consistency. Like that consistent that will consistently take a thing off a table a turn. Granted, it is oh, yeah, way yeah. too underpriced. Uh, I was talking with uh, Andrew Hare, who was playing the three cannon list, and we're both like at the end of it, just like whoa, um, maybe two hundred twenty points, maybe two hundred points, maybe that would be around where it would sit. Um, I, I think that's fair because there are so many things which are way more expensive and have less of an impact on the table. Like, I mean, compared to like a Mortec crawler, or like an Arachnorock thing, or you know, any number of other, you know, cool pieces, we just aren't going to do that. I mean, maybe like standing next to the Ironwald Arsenal and see what the kind of conjunction up before, see what that actually looks like. Uh, I don't have those exact stats in front of me, but from my memory, it's, it's not even in the same league. No, it's uh, not D6 or 2D6, what, minus one, one damage from some of the Ironweld Arsenal stuff, the Rockets are, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's in a league of its own, but it is nice. Flavor to Town. Yeah. It, it's super nice to see, though, that the, the um, standard damage plus dice roll damage is now coming in to AOS. Um, yeah. It it makes D six D sixes are always the worst. Every time I get a D six damage something, it's a one or a two, right? That's that's just how it goes. It's it's the laws of the game. <laughs> it's true. So, it's like you you mentally are tricked into thinking five or six because of that mm -hmm. potential every time. But yeah, yeah, that consistency is key. I'm curious, uh, Matt, did you or anyone else in the tournament get a an experience of how that particular uh, piece can play in all three phases of, of nastiness though you know uh, movement shooting and charging because uh, did he did he did he do the trick on you with the blubber gub stench <coughs> with the what i the guess blubber oh wow well this this is the last piece of the puzzle you think surely this 170 point artillery piece must be fine just fine we can do already but there is a spell in that lore they released which has kind of always been there but even better now where you can turn all of these guys, you know, either the scrap launchers or the, um, the iron blasters pulled by rhinoxes who want to make a charge starting within 18 inches of the caster into monsters for the trampling charge rules. So that means they do four ups in the mortals and they count as 10 things on objectives. So, I mean, little so, cherry on top there. So he, uh, Andrew specifically tried to get this off every time. Um, the, the great thing was that, um, Playing spiders, that was the only defense I had was better dispels. So um, <laughs> he was good. not able to get that off. Um, but every time he was telling me about that specific rule, and plus he was playing the faction where he already gets, I think it's plus one to hit or plus one to wound against monsters generally, right? Yep, yep. Um, there wasn't really much left for us to really continue the game by the end of it, uh, <laughs> to really figure out what he was, uh, what that spell, how, how it would have impacted the game. Um, as monsters, they, they would be terrifying. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, I could, it's... I could see against many of my other normal armies where I don't get bonuses to casting or dispelling how that would just up the ante just a little bit more, but yeah, they're terrifying. Uh I, I'm, I'm right there with you, and that's what I think is like you get through everything else, and they can still have that in their back pocket. Could could be a little nasty, 
Um, and I guess, you know, kind of it's a good segue to some of his other highlights. You know, I'm feeling like the mortal wound output of the Army is just insane versus anything I've seen in the game right now. Um, not even taking into account funny Kragnos builds, which you know I like, mm-hmm. but just, just regular old ogres, you know, bring them to the table. You know, they changed the trampling charge ability for everybody. So uh, it used to be sixes universally, unless your ogre unit was eight models or stronger. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be a four up, like a monster trampling charge. And, and monsters, of course, would get the four up. So there'd be the number of dice you roll for your charge. And every four or six, in that case, would create like the mortal wound. Well, now um, it is sort of like that, except crucially for ogre units of three models or more, which is like every unit except for individual heroes, yeah. it's not a six, it's a five. Yeah. And if you are so inclined to take a specific sub-faction, the Meat Fists, the, all of the, um, the, uh, the Gut Buster units, you know, the typical foot ogres, you know, those guys get additional plus one. So yeah. that means you don't have to be a monster. Everyone from your, you know, the blood belchers to your, you know, the gluttons to your iron guts to your, you know, if you so choose to take them, you know, you're like man eaters. They'll all just roll in and do four up mortal wounds. And, and that opens up a lot of possibilities. to have just a gross number of units charging it doing that, which is significant in terms of being able to get through all the protections. Most armies use to negate that. Blood Knights to save, no worries. It's kind of like four ogre units yep. deleted. And that was, before you even fight. <laughs> yeah. That was that was what the second player's suballegiance was as he uh, uh in in that tournament. And um it was surprising every single time. Now Casey rolls about like I do. Um this is probably mm-hmm. the second or third time I've played against him, and uh so I felt bad because he should have been doing way more damage. Um but yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Watch, like knowing that somebody's about to roll on four and ups for just little ogres, right? Um, it's 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 so true. Well, I mean, little, and that's just before anything. My, see my uh, my uh, captions there. Oh, the right? air quotes. Yeah, yes, little air quotes, ogres. Little. Um, yeah, that was terrifying. Um, and then the the bites afterwards are interesting because it's only if they're in combat with somebody, and it's not yep, per yep. unit. So. It doesn't feel unbeatable, but it is something you have to think about. It's not Metal Cruncher, which is nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, so. that's true. That, that did feel like quite the glow-up, though. I mean, I, I remember yeah. the old one, and you know, I, I played with the Ogres for years in context, and the bite was never the thing that you relied on to get it done because it was such an afterthought. It was the one-inch range, one attack per Ogre that did mm-hmm. nothing. Like, threes and threes, no around one damage. To have that translated into, like, a per whatever the gluttons are fighting, you know, f- like four up equals D three mortal wound. That's, that'll do something. That'll get through the protections uh, or the last wound on an Archeon or some superhero and kill them or, yeah. or not and, something off the table. <laughs> and the wonderful thing about it too, is it speeds up the ogres game, right? Not that they're like mm-hmm. a slow playing army, but anything they can do that is efficient. Also, um, you know, <laughs> Also, that works for the army as well. Like, it's it's amazing. It also allows, like, your opponent to, like, have a way of kind of, like, dealing with it, right? If you're going to be mm-hmm. if you're gonna be engaging against ogres, hit them on multiple fronts, right? If you have four units that are going to be charging at you, you know, make sure that everybody's in combat so that they only mm-hmm. take one, you know, D3 mortal instead of separate ones, right? So it, exactly. it makes for... Sh- like strategic thinking uh, when you're fighting against them, which is fun because ogres half the time 
previously, especially with BCR builds, you were like, okay, I just have to sit and take this and hopefully they won't roll well. And then, okay, cool. Right now you're like, oh, okay, I need to make sure I'm, I'm actually worried about my positioning instead of just layering as many screens as I can in front. Right. Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's funny. Speaking of the BCRs, man, you know, I know we're kind of running through the greatest hits secret and uh, obvious MVPs. The last mm-hmm. of the of the official MVPs is a Beast Cloud Raiders. You know, the only one I think for me that just really shown. But the secret MVP, which I'll save for last, is one I think no one would have expected. Short in stature, big in impact. That's my hand right now. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'll say, <laughs> you know, the, the the obvious one, of course, is the Frost Lord on Stonehorn from the BCRs. But if anything. They made him even grosser, you know, yeah. than, than he was before. I mean, rattle it off quick. Yeah, he can become a priest now. Yeah, he can get a, a native minus one to wound on everything, mount trait, you know, yeah. just as tough as before, more wounds, all that. But the real fun thing is that the Stonehorn charge is now like five times scarier than ever was before because at least before it hit something and killed that thing but now it has a guaranteed monstrous action where you just after you do your impact hits and all that just roll 3d6 and you can make an additional move as if you were flying with that thing and land anywhere and not only do you end up doing mortal wounds anything you pass over but you can fight whatever you land next to, right? So squishy heroes, vulnerable stuff, something someone was trying to screen out or, or, or put like a, a barrier between you and them. Not a worry anymore. If they're doing it imperfectly, you will just like have whatever you want with that model. <laughs> it's it's an amazing way to fight the problem that the previous book had, right? If somebody's screening, there's no real way to like get to the meets unless you oh, yeah. overcommit. Ogres have made it so you don't have to over- overcommit anymore, and you can cause that chaos, right? So I love it. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And that leads me, Matt, to the secret MVP. I mean, all these others are great, too, so I'm not going to put it above them, but I'm going to say something which, if they didn't even get this, I wouldn't feel like they were underserved, but the fact they got this makes me feel like, yeah, they really got it all now. Mm-hmm. The Noblars. The Noblars are such a crazy, crazy unit right now. And for, for two reasons. One, games about movement, where screening is important, having 20 men on 100 points, mm-hmm. really useful. Still that way. I was that way before, so that's not a particularly new thing, but I like that it's still that way. Yeah. Two, the water's warming up here. You know, they're bravery for kind of hard to keep on the table, take a couple of wounds, right? Well, there's a command trait to make that a fairly generous radius, any Noblar not run away. They're immune oh. to battle shocks. So you can awesome. basically make 20 body static blocks, <laughs> you know, which nice. is a lot to chew through. And they're and the then, cutest models in Warhammer. They're the cutest exactly. models in Warhammer. But here's how they turned up to 11, Matt. I don't know if you ran into this at the tournament. we got to tell them if you did. But... Mm-hmm. They have a new rule, which prefac or any kind of errata is fairly punishing for almost everyone, where they have tricksy traps and all that. So if you are doing any kind of move, keywords here, any kind of move within six inches of this unit, any part of the unit, you roll a five up for the enemy unit, mm-hmm. and it takes D3 mortals. Mm-hmm. So that's... For moves, for runs, for charges, for consolidates, for retreats, doesn't matter. Nice. All that stuff. So typically, if you put a big screen up there, anyone who wants to charge them is taking a minimum of three chests. 
anyone wants to move around them, taking at least a few, it's uh, it's the kind of thing that means they're going to do massively outsized impact damage wise for a hundred point unit, whatever swing the weapon. I, that that's fine by me. Um, in all honesty, I don't think I've seen a nobbler on the table. I've never seen a nobbler on the table in age of Sigma. So like anything that gets them on the board, Again, those are some of my favorite models in They're so in, cute. They're so cute and scrappy. I know. Yeah. And I uh, give it to them. Let them have let them be a little OP for a little while. I I am um I'm interested to see how much that would actually take out with like the prevalence of shooting right now, right? Or how much how much they would last against the volleys of shooting that are appearing in at least my local meadow. Um I, I could see that erasing them pretty quick. But then again, if someone's taken like their adjudicators or whatever, and they're turning all of that firepower on the 20 knoblers to erase a hundred points of potential threat, and they're Perfection. not hitting the iron blast or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking perfect. of which perfect screen for that stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> or your expensive ogre block. <laughs> I am surprised that you didn't speak to uh, what's the, the alternate version of the thunder tusk. Of course it escapes. Oh, you mean the alternate version of the Stonehorn, the Thunder Tusk? The Thunder Tusk. There we go. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I knew the word, but didn't know the word. Um, well, so, yeah. as, <laughs> as, as Slanesh players, um, I'm sure that you probably had the same reaction that I did when you opened up uh, the book, looked at the rules for the monstrous action, and saw that they could just say, fight last on a three. I did. I did think of that. And of course, we'd be remiss not talk about it, given the name of our podcast. But, uh, you know, I I think that my thought with that was they attached a very good Monsters Rampage to a still extremely mediocre body for its points, especially versus all the other choices you have. I mean, it's it's got that that range attack, but it really improves substantially. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you can put a Frost Lord or, or Riders on it or whatnot, but no, they're almost attacks for that ability, you know, compared to just taking a stone horn. It feels like for the same points, you could bring something which would almost automatically punch through most problems. Uh, I think it will likely come to the surface more or be a sneaky hit if points get adjusted or things get, you know, calibrated a bit. But as it stands right now, I feel like they don't, they don't even need to look at it. Now, that all being said, uh, the thing that did occur to me about it, which and I'm really glad you brought this up, Matt, which is going to be really powerful is ogres hit like a truck, mm-hmm. but they take a hit like, you know, a glass cannon or, you know, a paper mache bag, you know, whatever kind of weird kind of like version of something that can't take it, you want to describe it as. And so being able to tag something scary, confer always strikes last, but hit it with two or three units of ogres at once will really stop there from being any kind of chance to fix that problem. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Or the because- opponent, I should say. Yeah, like the first thing that came to mind for me, uh, to be honest with it, was um, when when I've watched fights between, uh, and, and specifically I think it works best probably with a BCR army, right? Because it's capitalizing on a lot of the problems of low model counts. Um, where, like, let's say two stone horns and uh, thunder tusks could charge into Archaeon, right? Archeon wipes one and then degrades the other uh, Stonehorn to the point where, like, they're not going to be able to take down Archeon. Now they can mm-hmm. make Archeon fight last, and 
boom, we have two full strength uh, thunder tusks punching the guy off his, you know, Drogor. And, and that kind of stuff, uh, I, I would expect to see a lot of now uh, for people who are sticking with BCR as opposed to like, if they're going to do regular ogre lists. Um, no, I agree. It doesn't really have as much like utility as just go forth and eat. Right. Um, but it, I'm still, I'm still just looking at it. Like you gave them, you gave them a three plus strikes last. How could you? Like anything that's touching bubble, easy monstrous action. Yeah, I know. I mean, How it's like you? a feast. No <laughs> like, puns intended. <laughs> Thanksgiving day after ogre book, it was a feast for the senses and for indeed. the points and for the opportunities. And it was funny how little fanfare it got, and it was all just about, hey, this model looks ugly. Whereas I'm like, hey, that looks like a great chaos lord of Nurgle to me, man. Just convert it, buy it, and convert it. You know, it's 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 so true, man. Like, and I would say that sitting there looking at that book when it opened, you know, I, I have all that stuff painted up for the most part. I have twenty knoblars, I have four if I want. I have a couple iron blasters. I have all the iron guts of two dads in the world. You know, mm-hmm. if there's a chance, I end up making it to a GT sometime soon. You know, for funsies, uh, I'll definitely want to trot them out and see how they do. But my mind is definitely filled with all sorts of ideas of how to like kind of get some advantage out of that. And it sounds like you saw people doing that. The great effect already. I know I've heard some rumorings that people have been doing very well with them. And those are kind of initial, we'll let you use the book weekend launches. But how did the Ogre players place in this tournament? I have to ask. Um, so Andrew placed third. Um, we had uh, Mason there with just this crazy list. And I don't think Andrew actually got a game with him. Um, they somehow managed to uh, to miss each other. And then um, I think it was a... Nighthawk player? Let me let me make 100% sure. I bring it up and I don't bring the receipts. Jeez. Um, all in all, they both did very well. Uh, one of the players was fairly new to the game, so still remembering rules. I was kind of uh, helping him. Like one of the one of the things that I was I was I was very sad, but also very happy that I reminded him was the uh, what is it? Is it Iron Guts? What are the the elite uh, foot guys. Oh, the iron guts, the ones that now I didn't even mention this can strike two times yeah. once per game in around. <laughs> they did not need that to be effective, but thank you. Games workshop. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I had to remind him about that and lost, uh, lost a giant spider because of it. And I was like, Oh man. Um, let's see. So, uh, oh, yeah. all, all things being said, never take that away. I love that rule. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And it's, it's all over the slaves to darkness book. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, so yeah, the, uh, cities of Sigmar shoot list that just has so many shots kind of in the vein of, um, well, a little bit kind of in the vein of the LVO, uh, shoot, uh, cities of Sigmar list, uh, play second. And he was just stripping people off of objectives by weight of numbers. Um, and yeah, so they placed third for a new book, um, where people were still trying to get used to him, uh, which is pretty good. Um, also a very good player too. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the book came out and, and it's going to do a lot of work. There are a lot of people who are going to probably capitalize on some things while points are still needing to get turned around, 
right? Mm-hmm. But um, the the main thing is like ogres have always been kind of an every man's book, right? They just go in, they do the job that needs to get done. They don't have any fancy stuff. Now they may have a little bit of fancy stuff. Like they've shined maybe one metal on their jacket, but there's so many mm-hmm. other metals that are just like, nope, we've been through all this, you know, right? It's it's so solid. It's so solid again. It's, it's true. Like I, I've had that feeling as well about the book before, and that's sort of what's appealed to it for me. But yeah, it's like the, the glow up, across the board has been substantial like i feel like uh it's dinner time you know it's it, it's time to you know to, to, to dip into that banquet and, and they're ready <laughs> it's gonna be really fun to see what they do in the yeah. next uh, next couple of months yeah i we, uh, i'll say that okay. we have we have a lot of other books coming up in the next couple of months too so i'm excited about right. that it could be a Sorry. massive meta shift combined with the general's handbook coming out or the next version of it. So who knows what it's going to look like in like yeah. January, February, but I, I like the changes. I think it's going to you know, shake things up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. Um, well, I think, I think we've hit our time for our bite-sized uh, uh, podcast here. Uh, Indeed, pun, intended. Pun, pun intended fully. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I guess, I guess we should, we should, we we still don't have a sign off. We don't have a sign off. We don't have a sign off. We yeah. You know what? Let's let's tease them. Let's tease them a bit, yeah. guys. Uh, we keep the regular cadence. Topics for next time. Mm-hmm, Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll announce in the beginning. I will tease that I do have a list for ogres. I will share that. I've been mm-hmm. formulating. I call it the dinner bell list. Very fun. Very memey. Hope you all like it. But I want to keep that one of the wraps for the moment. And beyond that. How should we sign this off, Matt? Always strikes last. Always speaks last. If you don't, if you don't bite first, you you bite last. Yeah, always bite last. Always That's bite it. last for for Obi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs>